Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Reeve podcast. Today's episode is all about TikTok. That's right. We're going to do an entire episode on TikTok because TikTok is a big part of my life. Um, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> but do you know what? The app has changed a lot over the last few years. I mean, back when I had originally heard of it, but in 2018, I believe it was, um, like many other people, I just assumed it was this dancing app for kids or something. And, you know, in many respects, it still very much is about just dances and stuff and, and just having fun. But then I started to see older content creators on there doing different things, doing things like um, just skits, I suppose, um, writing their own music and stuff and just generally having a place to showcase their creative endeavors. And that obviously piqued my interest. And, you know, I started meeting people online, online friends who were sort of saying like, hey, listen, you're sleep, you're kind of sleeping on this TikTok thing. You need to get on that wagon. And, uh, you know, I, I had a couple of stints and, and now it's a, a regular fixture in what I do. You know, I do these regular live streams. I post my acting and music on there and whatnot. And also, you know, I, I have fun with it as well. I have a lot of fun with TikTok and I think if nothing else that's what TikTok should be about it's having fun and just kind of seeing where you can go with it uh, so today's episode is going to kind of be a mixture of questions given to us by the wonderful Vilma shout out to Vilma big um, friend and fan and fan big friend and follower of the show uh, and everything else that I'm doing and Without her, this show wouldn't have happened because um, I really didn't know how to how to uh, sort of approach it. I mean, I thought about maybe talking about you know my experiences on TikTok, but I kind of felt like that was a bit boring. I mean, there have been a lot of crazy stories and stuff that uh, you know things that have happened whilst being on the app, but I think I wanted to kind of cover TikTok at large. You know, kind of do like a a breakdown of the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to TikTok. Because, you know, just like any other social media app, it's got its flaws, but it's got its, um, what's the opposite? I don't know, triumphs, <laughs> good things about it. And um, I guess I just kind of want to dissect it a little bit and um, also share some of your opinions that I received on Reddit. Because as always, I ask a bunch of people on Reddit, various questions and I get varied responses and many of them were quite interesting so uh, we'll, we'll delve into those afterwards but I think for now we're going to start with Vilma's questions so thank you so much Vilma for sending these in um, anybody listening please send in your questions and I will turn them in to future shows or I will include them within a show or I'll ask them to a guest or whatever the case may be um, the podcast is now sponsored by Anchor, which is mad to think about. Um, so it's actually going to make money now. That's weird. This show is finally going to make some money. Albeit not a lot, but to me, it's more just the principle. You know, just knowing that this show is now sponsored, it kind of, I don't know, I suppose it lends some credibility to it. And uh, we've got a lot more guests coming up very soon. And I'm going to do more of these topic episodes, as I've been promising for a long time. I've been enjoying them. You guys seem to be enjoying them. Uh, so I'm going to keep doing them. <laughs> and I'm obviously going to keep doing Life with Christian Reeve on the Patreon. 
part two of the high school memories coming up very, very soon. For those who don't know, I have Patreon. You can get exclusive access to that at patreon.com slash Christian Reeve. Now, let's stop the plugging, shall we? And just get into this. What's the weirdest thing you've seen on TikTok? Now, when I was going through all these questions, as I always do, I sort of sit down, make notes, and like literally just bullet points. And then I kind of think about like, okay, these can be stories. I can expand upon this, turn this into 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, a whole show. We'll see. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, there's been some weird weird stuff um i think probably the weirdest stuff is well we'll get into some of that but i think the fact that the app is supposed to be hyper vigilant when it comes to protecting you know minors and stuff that's what they say and they've done things recently like um making it so that you you have to be 18 to do a live stream right but there's so many minors on this app um it definitely doesn't safeguard and protect children as it should um, which is really, really concerning. And, you know, there's a lot of people doing, I'm going to put it like mature content and um, getting away with it. Or, you know, I've seen racist content on there. I've seen just crazy stuff on, on this app. Um, it's very, very worrying. Um, as uh, as many people may know, it's, it's a Chinese app. I believe it's owned by the Chinese government. I could be wrong on that. Um, but it's very strange. I can't think of many other apps that are owned by a government. Um, forgive me for my ignorance. If you, if you can think of any, let me know. But uh, it, just, it just seems odd to have an app with government involvement. It, it really does kind of make you think, like, is there some spying at work? Or is there nefarious reasons for this? And we'll get into that later. But it does make you think sometimes that, you know, maybe there's an ulterior motive to it. Maybe it's not all just sunshine and daisies. Maybe there is something a bit darker about tiktok um certainly there's been creators which who who have some of whom have committed actual crimes people who became like there was one the other day i saw that was a creator who did a bunch of like skyrim style npc videos uh, and he was really really good at it and then you know <laughs> i hadn't seen him in, in years at this point because he sort of rose to uh, prominence during the pandemic uh, and it turns out the reason for that is that he had committed murder, uh, which is crazy. Um, but, you know, anyone can be become a villain, I suppose, and, and do bad things in their life. Doesn't matter who they are, um, famous or not famous. But it's, it, it's kind of crazy how being on this app can change people and give people like uh, complexes and, and think that they're better in, than everyone and people let it go to their heads i think sometimes people get a bit obsessed with the using this this app and you know they just live on the app and i've seen people that live stream all the time all day every day like they they don't do anything else and it's i'm kind of worried for their health in many respects because it's like you can't live your life online it's not healthy there's a whole world out there you know it's 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 handy to have apps and to have social media and to have ways to distract you even just for a few seconds a day or a minute or an hour or whatever the case may be. Um, that's great, but you shouldn't live in your phone, you know, and I'm sorry, I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm lecturing everyone, but it's something we all know. And I don't think we really appreciate enough. You know, you need to take breaks from this stuff. 
Yeah, when I go out, I go out, out. I'm not looking at my phone. Maybe once in a while I might look at it. But if I'm out, I'm out and I'm enjoying it and being in the moment. You know, that's how it should be. Not just sitting on your phone all the time. It's bad. And I think there's a lot of people that become obsessed with this app, particularly if they're doing really well on it and getting hundreds, hundreds of thousands of followers. Because I imagine that the validation and the support from people kind of goes to their heads and they, I don't know, I guess believe their own hype or um, maybe they even believe they're famous and, and, you know, that goes to their head. I don't know. But it's 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 a bit weird and it's kind of crazy. But yeah, let's talk about just some of the random stuff that I've seen that are quite common on live streams. Egg scraping live streams. Exactly how it sounds. Every once in a while, you will see someone with an egg scraping bits of the egg off. And when I say slowly, I mean like entire decades have passed and they've still not scraped this off. And of course, the whole point of this is to just prolong this process as much as possible. And it's what, one thing that's frustrating about this is that bizarre lives like this, live streams like this, are the ones that get like hundreds of thousands of views, thousands of views. And I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I mean, what am I missing? Why is it so fascinating? Is it the weirdness of the fact that someone is doing that? The absurdity of it? Is it just, I don't know, somehow mesmerizing? Uh, I mean, my live streams are literally, I sit down, I talk to everyone in the live stream. Sometimes I'll play music. Sometimes I'll give advice. Uh, sometimes we just discuss things going on in people's lives or I tell stories, but there's always something going on, some interaction, some activity, not just, I mean, not to say that egg scraping is not an activity, but as far as activities are concerned, is it, is it entertaining to watch that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you're high, I guess it could be kind of funny, uh, <laughs> but it's just weird. It's weird. And then another element to this, which happens for all these types of weird broadcasts is that people just send hundreds of gifts you'll just see a never-ending cycle of notifications of people sending roses and gifts of and it's like why why are you giving these people your money you know give it to people that are doing good like actually creating good content for you or doing charity stuff even better give money to people that are doing like charity live streams don't give it to this idiot just scraping an egg I mean, you can do what you want with your money, but it just, it just sounds, it's weird. It's frustrating. I'm not going to lie. It frustrates me that those live streams get thousands of views for nothing, for literally fuck all. And here I am busting my ass trying to get like even just five people in my live stream, which, hey, don't get me wrong. I love that. If I can get like one person in my live stream, I'm a happy camper and I'm just blessed to be able to do that and entertain someone right but a little part of me every once in a while does get a little bit infuriated that i couldn't get more people but it's because people would rather watch that and i don't know if that means that people just have low attention spans on the app you know it's a sh it's that kind of an app isn't it I, it's kind of crazy that the live streams do so well in the first place but then again i suppose it's more about the interactivity rather than you know, the actual long form content uh, format, you know, but then again, I've got a whole community that I've built on TikTok 
uh, a live stream community and many of whom regularly come back and they'll stay for an entire hour, two hours, whatever. Some people pop in and out. Um, but that's crazy to dedicate a bit of your time. To, and this is why I always say thank you to these people because you, know, you sit down and, and you watch the content and you interact and you get involved and it's, it's very humbling. I'm very grateful that I get to do that for people and that people enjoy it that much to stick around. And uh, it means something. It really does. But it is a surprise because it's like, okay, I guess these people, uh, that th there are people on this app that do want sort of longer form content. And interestingly, TikTok has trialed it. They have released like longer form videos, but inevitably the ones that are the most successful are the ones that last for like 15 seconds, you know, or 20 seconds, a minute, whatever. Like it, that, that's kind of what the app is in a nutshell. It's just quick snippets, quick, quick, quick. Like you keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. It's just uh, an updated version of Facebook, really, when you really look at it like that. Facebook's biggest achievement was having that just never ending news feed that just has loads of stuff on it and it never ends and you're constantly engaged in something, I suppose. And TikTok is no different. You got the for you page and you just get <laughs> thrown random stuff. And you know, it's funny like how your phone is always listening as well. And the minute you start saying certain things, certain things keep coming up. Um, you know, if I talk about like the Adams family. I'm going to get a bunch of Adam's family related content keep coming up. And that's just because of technology and everything is listening in on your conversations now and tracking you and stuff. But it is interesting. I don't know how many times I've said it, it, it is interesting. I'm, I'm pretty nervous today. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty tired. Just got back at like 1 p.m. or something after a bit of a crazy night. Um, gave myself a, a night off, so to speak. And uh, I didn't come home last night. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to do that. I needed to do this podcast today. And I know that will make it sound like, a, oh, he's just trying to get it out the way, get it done. I, I love doing this podcast. I love it. I don't know how many times I've said that, but I, I absolutely adore doing this podcast. And it's always the same. You know, when, when I feel like I'm not up to it or I'm tired or something like that, I'm like, oh, the prospect is killing me. Oh, I don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. And then I sit down and I start doing it and I love it. I'm instantly reminded why I love doing this. And it's amazing to, to have got to this point where I actually feel comfortable enough to sit here for maybe an hour, hour and a half and just talk at length like this and just shoot the shit. You know, I couldn't do this two years ago. Just did not have the confidence, did not have like a set approach like i remember looking at the old videos i had back then where i was just doing like vlogs and stuff and it was so awkward i just was not comfortable in front of a camera and i just didn't know what to say i thought about putting on a persona and be like hey guys welcome to the video and i tried that but it's just lame as fuck uh you just have to be yourself but it's easier said than done isn't it you know i mean i, I like to think that this is myself but it's pushed a bit to you it's um elevated it's there's a slight performance element in it i am presenting to you you know if we were in a normal conversation it wouldn't be like and hi welcome to the next part of the conversation you know it wouldn't be like that 
um, unless it was like a sales pitch or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's just not how people talk in real life. But it would be weird if I would just sit here and be like, yeah, so what do you think about this? I think this is interesting. It just, it just, this, you kind of have to play it up a bit for the cameras, but you don't have to fake it, if you know what I mean. You can play up, you can have somewhat of a performance, but you can still be authentic. And that's what I've tried to do. Whether or not I've succeeded, it's subjective. It's up to you guys. You let me know. You let me know. But yeah, I just loved it in this show. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, but don't worry, the show is nowhere near over. <laughs> I know I normally say that and it's like, oh, okay, end of the show, right? It's not the end of the show. I've only just begun, but I've been waffling on. So let's get back to the weirdest things I've seen on TikTok. The mermaid dude in the alleyway. Okay, this is going to be difficult to explain. I will try to give you the visual picture of this. Uh, <laughs> imagine like somewhere in like Malaysia or Thailand or something like that. Um, you've got like a tiny drainage ditch between like two houses. And there's a guy dressed in like a makeshift mermaid costume that he's made himself. Uh, I can't remember if he was shirtless or not. He, I think he had a wig, like a mermaid wig. And he had... I think he either had his feet out of the mermaid costume or um, he had like a fin or like it was a proper mermaid costume, but it wasn't, you know, it was like a a makeshift one. It wasn't a proper one. There wasn't like sequins and designs and patterns on it. It was just like, you know, like a green bin bag type deal. <laughs> um, but whatever, you know, cool. A plus for creativity and, and doing do it DIY, you know what I mean? But the weird part about this was that the guy was just kind of laying down, uh, sort of like, I, I, I don't know how to put this exactly. Kind of, kind of like dipping his feet into the water very lightly. You know, like not, not dipping it the full way, just lightly tapping it in the water in the drainage ditch. And that was the live. That was the live stream. And all of his videos were of him doing that or just talking or something. And um, again, hundreds of thousands of followers. I don't get it. What is this? But people seem to lap it up. Very strange. Um, people eating like octopuses and other live animals or fish on live streams. First of all, disgusting. Um, why? What? Uh, um, and TikTok, as always, did not ban it. Oh, no. They promote it. You know, whenever there's something weird or nefarious or off, TikTok just promotes the shit out of that. There will be a lot of shitting on TikTok today. Um, don't get me wrong. I am grateful. But I'm going to point out, point out, I'm going to point out their flaws as well, just as I would with anything else. You know, I'm going to be firm but fair, but I'm also going to say, well, it's like I said at the beginning, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But um, this is the ugly. It's, I, I don't understand why people are into this shit. Maybe it's absurd. I mean, people like mukbangs. People like to watch their favorite creators eat. I mean, Lord knows I've done live streams where I just was pressed for time and I needed to do a live stream. So I did a live stream whilst eating and lo, lo and behold, my numbers went up and people were interested. And I'm like, why? I'm just sitting and eating. I'm not doing anything. But apparently that's fascinating to people. I don't know. Um... Just as it's kind of the same as like watching people play games, you know, I've done that as well, like not throwing stones or anything, um, or 
criticizing it, but it's it's just like kind of odd when you really think about it. Like you want you would want to play the game. Why would you want to watch someone else play the game? But not everyone has the luxury of owning the game and being able to do it themselves. And maybe you could throw the same mindset over to eating food. It's like, oh, I wish I was eating that. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. I've seen a lot of good mukbangs where they'll eat, but then they'll talk about something. And they'll sort of turn it into like a mini podcast type deal. I think that's at least somewhat decent content. And then, I don't know, maybe something all funny will happen while they're eating. Like maybe they'll get like sauce in their eye or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Just liven things up, you know. Um, moving it on. Sleeping live streams. I don't know if these are much less weird or just bizarre. Um, I've seen two types of sleeping live streams. Either one... It's just someone in the bed sleeping and it'll be like four hours and it'll just be that. My guess is that maybe it's sort of comforting, maybe. But if you never speak with the creator ever, you know, that you never hear them, you never hear them do anything. They just sleep and that's it. Just seems kind of boring, kind of strange that you would want to watch that. Kind of reminds me of back in the day when uh, you could watch programs like Big Brother and there would be footage on uh, like 5, 6 a.m. because they used to have like 24-hour feed, but they would they wouldn't play 24-hour feed on the television, but they would kind of give you live feed in the morning and stuff. So like 6 a.m. you could just watch them sleeping and it was really odd and boring. And like occasionally they, maybe someone got up and like made themselves a sandwich or just walked around, but basically nothing happened. Um, and this is weirdly... No different. People are obsessed with watching people sleep. Now, the other form of live stream, which I'll admit, I kind of find it interesting in that kind of morbid curiosity way, is people will set up a deal where they'll lay down in a bed and try to sleep and they've somehow connected their tablet or device to like a soundboard type deal. And for every like gift that you send... Uh, it will correspond to like a different alarm or distraction that will maybe wake the person up or cause it cause them to have difficulty sleeping. Um, and that can be kind of fun, I guess. But most of the time you just see them sleeping and people send gifts and, and like you might get like a, a light noise and it doesn't really, you know, bother them or, or something. Uh, I do see a lot of people like miss the point and type things into the chat like they, they type rose instead of sending a rose because they don't understand that like you have to send a rose in order to get the corresponding sound they just send they just send the like they keep putting rose 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 it doesn't work and they're like oh why does it not work and it's like i mean that you've literally got a massive led board explaining send a gift you get a sound um but yeah i don't know i got mixed feelings about that um, but obviously, inevitably, those live streams do extremely well. So, um, and now I've spoken about it for a good five, ten minutes. That's going to appear on my FYP for the next week. So, great. <laughs> Why do some of the silliest videos that take no effort become viral, whereas others which take hard work don't? I know that this is slightly aimed at me as well. Not the silliness part, but like the fact that um, I think what Vilma is saying here as well is like, how come your videos don't do better? 
the ones that I put like effort into, like acting, music, like a skit, something like that, versus just silly videos that take no effort. I think it's a combination of a few things. And I've written some of those things down, so we'll kind of expand upon them. I think timing is a big one. Uh, when I had Paul Nicholson on the show, who'd spoken with TikTok and the heads at TikTok, he, he'd mentioned that like sometimes it can be to do with like when you release a video. Sometimes y you can repost a video like several times and it'll do better later on. The same video. Um, sometimes it, it could be the time of day. It could just be down to sheer luck. You know, like one video that I had that went viral went viral in like Saudi Arabia and like Algeria and the Middle East. And it was super random. It got like nearly 3 million views. And it, all it was, was a stitch, which is basically when you take one video and then you add something to it, either like a reaction um, or you, like you just add, you expand upon the original video and add content to it. That's what a stitch is. And that's what my video was. It was just someone saying something silly and funny. And then I was like, what in like a silly voice and that was the video that did immeasurably well and got me like twenty eight thousand followers and nearly three million views and it was wild it was it was it was a fun couple of week i think of just seeing the the numbers keep rising and everything and i naively thought at the time and i've covered this on the show before but i naively thought like this is it this is the beginning of my my online content creator career. Now I'm going to become super rich and successful and famous. And this is the beginning. And it's like, it, it didn't, it didn't happen. <laughs> but it was interesting. And I learned a lot from it. And um, I think the biggest thing that I learned was, yeah, it mostly just comes down to sheer luck. Um, I think morbid curiosity could be a reason why some of the sillier videos do so well. Um, the sillier the better i mean there are a lot of kids using this app so it kind of makes sense that the sillier goofier kind of videos are going to do better than like more serious ones it's not to say that serious ones don't do well but you've got a change in demographic on the app but i will say in the last couple of years there's been more content aimed at older generations and i feel like now it's kind of shifting the balance on tiktok so now there's just like all these different parts of TikTok um, aimed at different things like different TV show fandoms, series fandoms, um, fandoms of actors, music, like culture, whatever. Like there's all these different kind of like pockets of the internet. You know, it's the same principle, but just operating within TikTok. Um, and because of that, you've got all these spaces for people to be. And so you can be on that app all the time and have no idea who certain people are, yet they could be some of the biggest creators on that app. But it may be that you've just never seen them. Their content has not been pushed to you because it's just not relevant to you in some way. Or again, luck, you've just never seen them. Um, it's interesting to me, the, the content that gets pushed my way, it's not often like those boutique creators. It's just either people that live in the local area to me or people around the country or around the world even posting somewhat similar content like i see a lot of music related ones and that makes sense being that i'm a musician and i post a lot of music related content on the app but um other than that it's kind of a random free-for-all and anything can appear on that fyp and obviously if you show interest and engage with it then you're going to see a lot more of that stuff and sometimes you just stumble across weird stuff um 
also final reason for the silliest videos taking no effort and yet becoming viral i think the more mass appealability a video has the more likely it is to do well which i know that sounds like the most obvious statement of all time like oh yeah of course if you can, anyone can relate to it of course it's going to do better but it's like if if you take something like uh, mr bean the character and you look at why that became so successful it became successful because uh, Rowan Atkinson essentially created a character that didn't really even need to speak. You know, he does kind of mumble words here and there, sometimes he even has conversations, but mostly he didn't speak. He just kind of did like slapstick comedy and just moved his body around and facial expressions in a funny way. And that meant that he had a greater mass appealability to a universal audience. So like countries around the world, because you don't have to know what he's saying. All you have to understand is like, you know, the situation of what he finds himself in or, or like the silliness, the silly predicaments he finds himself in and how he overcomes them and stuff. You know, it's, um, if you apply that then to TikTok, I think whatever appeals to the masses is, is going to go viral, you know? Um, that, that's kind of just the end of it. So I, I think, yeah, a lot of it comes down to luck, really. Um, yeah, I don't know, basically. <laughs> Can smaller creators make an actual income from TikTok or is it just fancy emojis and useless features? Uh, yes. Now, I can't speak on, on this in, in, a, in a particularly, you know, let's say specific way. Like, I, I don't know the the extent of what we're able to do but i can tell you that i have earned money um but the ways i've earned money have been either mostly through people gifting in um live streams which thank you to everyone that's ever done that it's very kind of you um sometimes you you can get gifted a gift on a video or something like videos intended for the creator that's sent on a video. So something like that. It only happened to me once or twice on my main account, but it is a thing. And then of course, if you get into the creator fund, which I believe you have to have like 10,000 followers to get into, then in theory, you're supposed to earn money on all of your videos. Cause they'll start showing ads like before your videos arrive on people's timelines and stuff. Um, I only ever earned like maybe five P from it, 10 P something like that. Um, but I suppose the best way to earn money on this app really is pushing people to check out your other content, you know? So it's not strictly speaking, earning money from TikTok, but you're pushing them to things like your Patreon or your PayPal or something like that. Like um, with, with a particular reason in mind, like, and I think it's always better if you can deliver something, if you can say, okay, here's what you get back for subscribing to me, following me, whatever. Um, but talking just on what you get from subscribing to TikTok um, to a creator, I think you you one thing I've seen is you can do like subscriber only live streams where only subscribers can comment and interact with the creator. It seems like a good idea if you've got like say ten thousand followers and fifty of them follow like subscribe to you, then you know they get to have like their own live stream every once in a while. Um, or you could just do it like that every time. Be like, oh, no, you have to subscribe to me and then you can be part of it. 
but I feel like that would really alienate people. It's one of the reasons why I've kept doing the podcast and I've released this um, Life of Christian Reeves series only on Patreon. I've kept it exclusive there because it's like, okay, one you have to pay for, one is free. Like the, this, this podcast will always be free. It will never be paid for. Um, it will have eventually more sponsors and maybe more ads and stuff. And, you know, who knows? Like if it ever took off, took off, maybe we would have like ad-free versions that you might pay for or something. But um, as it is, this podcast will always remain free because it started as a free product. I always intended for it to be a free product. It always will be. And I think it's important to, to have that from a marketing perspective, to be able to advertise yourself with free content, you know, because not everyone can afford to, to pay for content. Not everyone wants to. Um, certainly, I didn't think that my content was very good years ago. I think now I'm creating content that might be worth paying for. Very subjective, um, very biased of me to say that. But I mean, I don't know. I put a lot of hard work into like the Life of Christian Reeves series and everything else that I do. Um, but I never expect people to gift and, and give things. And you know, it's always a massive surprise when people do. And I'm obviously extremely grateful when people do. But I don't expect it. And I don't think anyone on TikTok should either. Um, you should just say your thank yous, be grateful, but never make demands of the people that are sending you their hard-earned money. Because like, they're doing so because they love you and they want to say thank you and give you gratitude for, for entertaining them, you know? Um, so I don't think you should ever make demands of them or expect it. And it's happened on other apps like Twitch and whatnot, but just still, we need to draw a line under stuff like that and, and make people realize that it's, it's not cool to do that, man. Anyway, let's move it forward. What is the best thing about TikTok? Now, I asked Reddit this question, um, so we'll swing to that in a second. But I want to say, I think the best thing about TikTok is the reach. I think you can reach a lot of people very, very quickly. And that to me is one of the best reasons why, you know, you would seek to, to use this app. You know, obviously there's, there's going to be other reasons, but I feel like, you know, when I was on Twitch, I never really gained like new followers out of the blue. Like it would happen every once in a while, but mostly it was just the hardcore audience that Ironically, I built on TikTok first who moved around with me um, from app to app while I was going through this transitionary period of originally being blocked on my main account, which is a whole story in of itself. I think I've told that on the show before. Uh, so go check out the older episodes and uh, you can find that there. I don't know which episode though. <laughs> uh, I'll find out. But yeah, I, I was banned from live streaming on my main account and then I didn't really know what to do after that. I was like, oh, like hardcore followers of mine did and I'm immensely grateful. And some of those people still follow me to this day. It's, it's incredible. So thank you. Um, but not everyone did. And I think it's because some people, most people maybe like to stick to just one app as opposed to having many. I mean, I have all the apps because I'm trying to promote myself everywhere and you know, maximize visibility for myself. But I can understand why people don't want it. Like, I know people that don't have Instagram, don't have YouTube, don't have Facebook. I mean, I don't really use Facebook, but the point is it's, you know, um, as a creator, you kind of got to have a presence everywhere. But if you're just a consumer of, of content, um, I guess you're going to choose apps that you dig and, you know, if you don't dig the other ones, you're not going to have them on your phone, are you? You're not going to use them. So yeah, I would say reach is the best thing, especially since I've been able to reach people from like around the world. Like I've reached people in America, Canada, um, like Thailand, the Philippines, all over Europe, Australia. It's amazing. It continues to just blow my mind. 
And some of these people keep returning and keep checking out my content. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like, amazing to have you here. Like, you know, it's crazy even so to think that it, it's happening in real time as well. Uh, but let's look at some of the responses that Reddit said. Uh, what's good about TikTok? It fills time. Yeah, there you go. Pretty simple, isn't it? <laughs> you know, if you need to just spare it a few minutes, you know, kill, kill some time, you'll definitely be entertained on TikTok. Uh, one person says, I like my TikTok feed. I follow a lot of disability advocates, cool, whom are often dis disabled, physical and or mental influencers. TikTok helps me with cultural awareness and I like that I can learn random trivia. See, this is brilliant, yeah. Because you've got different generations on there. Um, gosh, the amount of music I've discovered through TikTok has been, has been mind-blowing because all these really cool songs that are usually new songs, but sometimes they're older songs, like from many, many years ago, like 80s songs or whatever. Um, they, you know, they just become viral on the app. They keep getting used, especially in tandem with like a particular trend. And then they just become like good, it was just good music. You know, the amount of times I've Shazam things that I've heard on Spotify and have added it to my, uh, to my playlist is, is crazy. So um, I totally get that, like learning from the app and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's like I was saying earlier, there's different pockets on the app, you know, different places you can reach. You know, there's book talk, for instance, like people just doing live streams where they just read you know do like little nighttime bed story types deals and that's awesome you know that people offer that sort of content um so yeah algorithm for the feed is amazing from uh x y z from the block yeah i think you know whether you like it or hate it at the end of the day it's it's significantly better than other apps for directing content your way that the app will know that you like like the amount of things it's suggested to me that I definitely never spoke about, but it just, I guess it kind of, my phone or the app recognized, oh, he likes this, 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 and this. So he's might, likely to like this thing as well. Um, and it, it was true. <laughs> so there you go. Um, best is the amount of creativity in content. Absolutely. Um, I, I like how creative people get with trends, uh, especially when there's like a trend that becomes really popular and then someone will, um, slightly change something about it and like set off a whole new trend like a sub trend of a trend if that's a thing um yeah lots of really interesting creativity and it's always interesting to see what the next big trend is going to be and yeah it's just fun a lot of fun um a lot of just negative comments here we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second um is tiktok just for fun or is there a more serious side to it I guess that depends on your motivations, really. I mean, I've always been pretty transparent in that I'm using this app to promote myself, to just have the links on my profile and hope the content spoke for itself and kind of just hoped that people might check out my other stuff that I was doing, like my acting and stuff. People don't necessarily do that. Like sometimes people do, but generally speaking, they don't. Um, if you push them to do it, if you suggest it, people will. Like, I don't know how long I've been doing it now, maybe a few months, but I decided to just start plugging everything that I do in my live streams. Uh, normally at the beginning of the live stream and at the end and sometimes if there's a bunch of new people in a particular stream I'll, I'll mention it I'll give them the rundown of who I am and what I do and when you, where you can find me and when I tell you that it's increased my Instagram count considerably it's gotten me Patreon subscribers I mean it's it's improved the the listens and the views for the podcast it definitely works you know promoting yourself and pushing yourself on apps like TikTok works but you've got to have structure I think if you want to be a content creator that seeks to monetize what they do and build a community and then promote your content to that community and kind of 
maybe get those people to, to, to check out everything that you're doing, it's, it's a lot of work and you have to plug, you have to be top salesman and just constantly be selling stuff, but you don't have to spend every waking moment doing that. You know, um, like when I do my live streams, I try to keep the plugs to a minimum if I can. Uh, I just say them when they make sense to say them. As I said before, normally when there's a lot of new people in, normally we'll say it at the beginning of the live stream, Not, but a lot of the time I'll only say it at the end, you know, just as a kind of reminder to everybody. Um, and it's become like a spiel, like I know it off by heart. But um, yeah, no, I think it's important to do that. I think that's important. Uh, what are the worst things? Let's have a little look-see. Are you going to load for me? I've got all this set up in front of me. I'm worried that it will just start lagging out and ruin it. <laughs> It's data tracking earlier. This is what I was referring to. Um, I mean, it's data on TikTok, but supposedly data on your phone as well. So it's clearly um, a privacy issue. Um, also, it's Vilma sent me a question here. TikTok is under review by the EU for EU citizens' data being breached by the Chinese government. What do I think about that? And what if TikTok gets banned in the EU? So what I think about it is... Look, I mean, Europe and China, different regions of the world. And um, I, I guess TikTok will have to acquiesce and, and change things up. Um, if they don't, they just won't allow, be allowed to operate here. So they'll have to change up things. And they might have to give up certain things. And yeah, Because data protection is very serious here. I mean, I think, forgive my ignorance, I might be wrong here, but we've got like the data protection act and then we've got that GDPR thing, which may only be for financial, for the financial industry, but... Basically, we've got like a lot of legislation and regulations to protect for things like data and, and stuff and the misuse of it and whatnot. And essentially, TikTok is always tracking and storing data about you. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories about this idea that like maybe they're, I don't know, it's all like facial recognition and they're trying to kind of like just build profiles of people and store it in a database somewhere. I don't know if I believe all that shit. Um, maybe it's true, maybe not. Who knows? Um, but I hear people talking about privacy problems with regards to TikTok all the time. And again, it's not the only app that does this. They sign up for this. And it's no different with TikTok. Like you sign up for this. If you look in their terms and conditions, there's going to be some crazy wild stuff in there that you're not going to want to agree to. But then if you don't, you can't use the app. And that's how they get you. So I don't know. Um, but if it gets banned in the EU, I kind of threw a, threw a few ideas here. I mean, I don't see this happening, but if it did, I would see maybe Instagram or YouTube taking over in this space. I mean, I feel like Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts have been a bit of a failure. I mean, they've kind of jumped on the bandwagon and taken a small segment of the market. But TikTok is supreme when it comes to short content. It is the place for it. I personally don't like Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts because of, of like... It's, it's, it's so much easier to post videos on TikTok than it is Instagram Reels and, um, and YouTube Shorts. I feel like they're not really optimized for this stuff. I mean, obviously, YouTube is a video sharing website. It always has been. But I feel like it's better for the long-form content. When you've got the short stuff, it just feels like a shittier version of TikTok. You know? I don't know. I just, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to upload videos. It takes like five seconds and stuff. But it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't inspire me. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't get like, ooh, YouTube Shorts. I just do it because it's like another place to advertise. And maybe that's the wrong attitude to have. I don't know. But if, I just can't see those apps taking over. Not unless they make big changes and make a commitment to just changing everything and doing something new. Or, yeah. And speaking of new, maybe a new app will come on the scene and take over. I highly doubt it because, I mean, TikTok has been building for years. I think it used to be Musical.ly. I think that's what it used to be. And they changed their name to TikTok. And I mean, it's had like, what, like five years of supremacy 
you know, as far as that being the, the number one social media app um, by numbers and just everything else. And uh seems like even just people who just want to muck around and have a laugh are downloading this app and alarming rate. And um, I think TikTok knows that they're not in any danger of losing their market share at all. I just, I just can't see that happening. Um, why do I think TikTok has such a big appeal and Instagram cannot replicate this despite having added reels and live streams? So obviously I've, I've touched on this, but I'll try to kind of give a small succinct. It comes down to like things like APIs and um, just how everything looks and feels when you're using it. Um, I feel like TikTok feels a lot more smooth and yeah, it's weird because like Instagram was the image app and it still is, but it's like then on Instagram or posted, posted a video, the quality always just fucks up. Even if you've got a good camera, it always looks a little bit lesser in quality. Like I've got a really good camera on my phone, right? But when I post my videos onto Instagram, I don't know why, but it looks like they've gone through like a, a shitty filter and now they just have dropped in quality and i don't know why that is if it's just a shittier structure well, not structure a shittier like engine system that they've got for instagram um but you know they've been around for so long they're acquired by facebook and facebook is running so many things now but I, I think that they're just not like prioritizing it in the way that they should and maybe they're missing out but i just i could never see them being able to uh, replicate what the success that tiktok has had i mean i think they've they've certainly made a good go of it but to me, it always just feels like they just copy everything that TikTok does uh, and not very well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's why I would say it's such a, it has such a big appeal because it's everything originates there. And people often will mention the fact that, you know, content is often, and I do this, I'm guilty of this as well, like repurposing of content, just, you know, you made it on TikTok and now you're posting it everywhere else. And obviously there's like apps where you can like remove watermarks from the videos and it looks like, you know, it's just a regular video now, um, even though it's tough. Let's move it forward. Um, I think, yeah, so, some of the answers I had actually just for that qu final question, I didn't realize these were answers. <laughs> I don't understand my own notes. Ease of use, it's easy to create videos. Yep. The UX UI design might simply just be more appealing. Sometimes things are just more appealing when they look better. You know, sometimes I, I will say I, I don't like the look of YouTube shorts. I really don't. It's just not appealing in the slightest. Um, and people might not want to use Instagram because of its connection to Meta. Um, for instance, people left in droves from Facebook because of fears of um, their data privacy. And you, know, you constantly hear about people leaving Facebook or not having used it in years and stuff. And um, I feel like if TikTok continues in the, in the manner that it is and it gets in trouble for data privacy concerns, you may see the same thing happen with TikTok. But it'd be a lot harder because Facebook has kind of deteriorated in, in more recent years as far as like popularity is concerned. But TikTok just keeps growing and growing and growing and changing and becoming like the app. And it, I don't think it has, it's not going anywhere. I couldn't see any new competitor coming on the scene and changing that up. I mean, I think at this point it would be impressive if they could pull that off. But yeah, um, let's look at some of the, some of the other responses to um, the bad things about TikTok. Uh, giving yourself ADHD. Well, I don't think you could give yourself ADHD by watching it but i <laughs> you know it's a, it's, a, it's a medical condition so it's not really how that works but i, I think what this person is, is driving at is that like you know it, do, it does affect your um attention span and it's true um because it's that instant gratification thing you're just constantly looking for that five seconds of pleasure you're like oh yeah yeah good video that was a fun video but 
if you don't find it, you're going to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling until you get out of that, that fix. It's almost like a drug. That's why I think social media obsession is, is dangerous because it is like a drug. It's intoxicating. And I think people lose themselves in it and get too obsessed with it and forget that it's just an app and that sometimes it's just good to put the phone down. And, you know, like, like you see this all the time, people watching movies and just sitting on their phone. And again, not throwing sh- uh, stones by any shade of the imagination. Uh, that's not how you say that. You know what I mean? By any stretch of the imagination. I do it too sometimes. And it's bad. I know I should just be there in the moment enjoying the content, but it's just a bad habit. Phone's there. I'm going to just check things. Sometimes it's nice and comforting to have the long form content on in the background. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Who am I? But yeah, there you go. That, that's it in a nutshell, really. Um, yeah. And so a lot of these responses from people is, is same. It's the same thing. I'm stumbling my words. A lot of privacy problems and killing too much time because it's addicting. Be self-aware and use your limited time in life to do good things for yourself. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, one person just said in response to what's bad about t- TikTok, everything. It screws with young or emotionally vulnerable people in negative ways, such as self-harm, self-harm disguised as a challenge. See, this is kind of what I was talking about earlier about the more dangerous stuff on, on the app and how it can affect minors. Because, you know, there, there are a lot of teenagers using this app, uh, children even. And you know, they're on this app and they need to be protected, but they're being exposed to all this stuff. And it's, it's difficult to, I think as a parent to, to stop your kids from doing that. I mean, you can't be around them 24 seven and monitor everything that they do. And you can't, even if you did, I mean, they could still be shown it by other people. So it's, it's never really like a hundred percent something you can escape, you know? Um, yeah. TikTok uses being racist. Sometimes I've not, really since i've seen content that is racist but i've not seen like specifically tiktok users being like that um but that should be addressed i think in some way by tiktok i don't know if they have done but um yeah and also yeah shadow banning see i asked um <coughs> excuse me paul nicholson who is um, a, social, a content creator he's been on my show before about this and because he'd had a meeting with tiktok officials and he was, and he basically just flat out said they said they'd never heard of shadow banning before, and maybe they were lying. Who knows? But he basically had said to them, "Like, is it real?" And they were like, "No." So, so I don't know. Maybe it's not. But it, it 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 does seem like it's a thing because sometimes you can go from getting like, let's say, like right now I'm averaging like three four hundred um, views per video. It doesn't happen straight away a lot of the time, but that's generally what I get either accumulatively over time over maybe a week or suddenly sometimes it can happen that way um but then there's other people like you know that they'll be on like 500 or whatever and then suddenly like all their videos go down to just like 20 views and they just can't get out of that and i don't know i think i don't know necessarily that tiktok is like actually shadow banning you or if that's even a thing but i do think that they purposefully push you sometimes but don't push you other times but I do think it's automatic as well. Isn't necessarily like governed by one person or because how could you keep up with that many users? It, it must all be computer automated and, and that random. But who knows? Who knows such things? Uh, and I, th- I think we're at the end of the show, guys. Can you believe it? We're at the end of the show. Madness. Um, by Vilma. Thank you so much, Vilma. Massive, massive shout out to Vilma for, um, for, for sending in all these questions and helping me to put show together. What is the future of TikTok? So I asked TikTok, uh, I was going to say, I asked TikTok. I asked TikTok, what's the future of TikTok? Reddit. And yeah, I got a, a mixed bag of responses of platforms before it. Um, what was that sound? What was that sound? There was a weird sound. 
What was that? That was like a beep, beep, bop, bop, bop. What was that? I'm freaked out now. That's, that's weirded me out. I was not expecting that. Uh-oh. There's someone watching. There's someone doing something. Maybe someone's hacking into the computer. That would be terrifying, wouldn't it? Me talking about data privacy uh, issues with TikTok, and now someone's trying to like hack into my computer while I'm doing a, a, a Zoom meeting. For, well, that's what I use for the podcast, by the way. I use Zoom. Um, it's possible for people to actually jump into your live streams and hack into them. I've seen it happen. I've seen like, videos where people do it online. It's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, some people think the app will eventually fizzle out. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. Um, I, think, I think every app has its day. I'm surprised Facebook has lasted this long. I'm surprised Facebook was the app that became the biggest app, um, social media-wise. Social media because um, one person said MySpace here. Like, what's the future of TikTok? It will be like MySpace. And MySpace was a lot of fun. It really was. It's arguably probably the best social media platform ever created because um, there was just maximum usability as far as being able to personalize it um, and it inspired loads of people to get into coding and html editing and stuff like that and there are all these things that it introduced that are now used by other apps as just like a normal features but myspace really spearheaded a lot of that and there were apps before that like bebo was a big one but i feel like myspace was really the, the kind of the cutting edge app that and it was a generational thing as 2005 up until about 2009 i mean it, it did exists somewhat after that it still exists to this to this day but you know it's not the same and it never will be um so i think that's a very fair response that it will become tiktok will become like myspace uh but i, I you never know i mean as with anything in life if you continue to evolve and change with the times then you you can stick around you know and, and people will still consume what you do i mean if you look at big businesses like mcdonald's and coca-cola and stuff like they could probably get by just doing the same thing they've been doing for the last 50 years, but they don't. They, they always, I mean, they do do that, but they also add new products all the time, trial different things, do fun contests, whatever. Try to keep people's attention um, and, and remind them like, hey, we exist, buy our stuff. And I think one of the interesting things I've noticed TikTok has been doing over the last sort of two years is connecting with a lot of businesses and stuff and setting up like events and, and whatnot and getting into that side of things. So they're kind of seeping into like general culture now. So like you might not necessarily have everyone in, in public on TikTok, but chances are you've got a fair few people that have at least checked it out. Maybe they have a profile, maybe they don't, but they're aware of it. They know what it is. They see the marketing for it. They're aware of it. So TikTok has done a good job in, in that respect. Um, but do I personally think they'll stick around? Uh, I don't know. I say they've got at least got another five years, but after that, we'll see. One person can go to another app. Uh, I don't see why he would want to buy this app. I mean, he bought TikTok. Why? I don't know. Um, he seems to be having fun with that, and that's a bit of a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he'd be crazy to buy TikTok. I mean, he's crazy to buy Twitter. So buying TikTok would just be a full-on meltdown, really, wouldn't it? Info leaks out about the CCP using data collected from TikTok for espionage and tracking app gets banned. Hmm. I mean, that ties into what we were saying earlier about how, you know, the conspiracy theories and how it could be, a, you know, it could actually be for that intended purpose. I think it's likely, but you never know. You never know. One person just simply said, I hope there won't be, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, just, I hope there's no future for TikTok. Screw TikTok. <laughs> I hope maybe it exists, but they get held accountable for their data protection stuff and they get forced to sort of act 
in accordance with the law and the rules. Um, yeah, I don't know. If it disappears, 10 more will step in to replace it. This is why capitalism works. People want to get rich. That doesn't mean that they can't share the wealth, though. Um, I'm not going to get into a discussion about capitalism and if it works or not. But what I will say is that I agree with the first part of this sentence. If it disappears, 10 more will step in to replace it. There, there's always something around the corner. When Vine shut down, TikTok emerged. You know, And a lot of people have said that Vine was better. And yeah, I agree. It probably was. But TikTok has kind of incorporated Vine. People still do like Vine type videos, but now it's music related as well. And it doesn't have to have music, but you know, that is basically just Vine with music. And what will be the next thing? Probably something based in virtual reality. Who knows? Who knows? But that brings us to the end of this episode on TikTok. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too much of a ramblethon. And I hope I was coherent and actually gave you guys something worth listening to or watching, whatever your preference is. Because um, I know that some people watch this on YouTube and Spotify, and that's pretty mad. Uh, I'm starting to wonder if video versions will be available on the other platforms at some point. It was crazy when Spotify actually added video um, for creators like me. Like it, it started as a beta feature. I, I thought it was just going to be available for big creators like Joe Rogan and stuff. But then like about three, four months back, um, I, I saw this beta feature, beta, 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 beta feature um, enabling you to upload videos. And I was like, surely not. And then I replaced all of the recordings as many as I could, um, basically all the way up to like episode 19, because I think before episode 19, I was audio only. And after episode 19, it was video, video, video. Um, but I always kept the audio versions as well. And I did that for those who don't know behind the scenes. I record a, a Zoom version of the podcast and then an audio version. And I normally just upload the, uh, the Zoom one because the recording comes out well. But if it doesn't, I'll upload the, the edited, edited audio version. So boring podcast talk there. But yeah, it's, it's simple. That's how it works. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this show. If you have any questions about TikTok or you want me to do a follow-up or something, let me know. Uh, if you have ideas for topics you'd like me to cover in the future or guests that you'd like to see appear on the show, or if you would like to appear on the show and you have something particularly you'd like to discuss, or you just want to promote yourself and have a good old chinwag with me, uh, chinwag, <laughs> uh, conversation with me, uh, send me an email at christianreevepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this show as much as I did doing it. I'm going to go and eat or sleep or something, crash. I don't know. I haven't slept properly. Thank you so much. I love you. Um, and I'll see you all in the next episode.